book it says you have no chance in hell. Welcome to Book It, a wrestling podcast where we book and revisit your favorite wrestling storylines. I'm your commissioner, Hi-Fi Mike, and today I have your GMs, Damone, D-Money Allen. Hey, I have a real green screen. Primetime, Travi T. Move your mic closer to you. Don't tell me what to do. You're not my dad. You were, you're like out of frame. You're like all up in your fucking camera where it's cutting off everything but your head. And then I had you move back, and now you're too far from your mic. <laughs> Is this better? It's okay. We'll, we'll teach him. Uh, it's a little bit better. Move your mic a little closer. Anyway, you have to hold your mic. I can't. Well, I guess technically I could take it off the thing. So this is Book It. We're a wrestling podcast. And what we do is we rebook and book fantasy storylines. Um, this week, we're we going to do. do our part we Rebook and reimagine your favorite wrestling storylines. God damn it. Part four of our What If series in If John Cena Turned Heel. So, this is going to be fun because we we just finished up, um, was it Judgment Day? No. Yeah? Yes. Yeah, Judgment Day, and we're making our way to Survivor Series. Making so, our way also, downtown. This is 100% going to be our longest series yet. Yeah, Do I sound Probably up? longer than, what? That's way too loud. I don't know what the fuck you just did. I lean back. Is that okay? Talk. Yeah, you're yes. fine. Okay. Making my way downtown, moving <laughs> fast, and I'm homebound. Um, so this will probably out. beat out. I don't know. You think it'll it'll beat out uh beat out. the Clash of Championships in terms of length? No, <laughs> definitely not. Oh. If, if this goes <laughs> that long, we're doing something wrong. That, yeah, that was 17 episodes, so you're yeah, right. Yeah, I was going to say, that was no way. Ton of episodes. There's no we're not rebooking John Cena's entire next 10 years. Yeah, we are. Well, this, we're doing it month by month, is, this so. This is Book John Cena, a Booking John Cena podcast. Rebook and reimagine John Cena. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Cena It. Yep, that's exactly what we're doing. Um, Alright, so I'm going to hit the... So, how is everybody's week this week? Have everyone doing all right? Anyone watch any wrestling? No. I played wrestling. Did I I got two copies of Here Comes the Pain. I got to send one to you. Yeah. I, I turned on I turned on 2K20 yesterday and it just sat on the home screen. I didn't actually play anything. You're so but wild. I, I played 2K20. I turned it on. You you downloaded it finally? Downloaded what? 2K20. No, he had 2K19. Oh, you're right. You're right. It was 2K19. Well, we have 2K20, but you haven't downloaded it. Because <laughs> I don't need to. All right. I guess technically. Yeah, I mean, honestly, <laughs> I'll be honest. I like some parts of 2K20, but it's not the parts. So I I like the, the what if, or not what if. What am I thinking? The The tower things that they've got going on not just the towers but the story and whatnot the 2k originals those are decently okay sometimes if i'm not trying to throw my controller from uh fighting harper and rowan um 
But it's... oh, did you do that night night of the living dead shit? Yeah. I am. I, I unlock the, characters. the theme. That's, That's the all I did. Right. I want the characters, and I want to get the Southpaw characters too. That's really the only reason I'm doing them. Um, but I just don't want to sit down and make a whole new universe, and that's usually what I do. It's just so daunting. We're frozen, Mike. Um, oh, it'll come back. Should be all right now. I don't know who David Kaz is. Apparently we're trash, though. We are trash. We're not, we're not frozen now. You guys are all right. We're good now. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and play the recap. No, we're still frozen. Oh, wait. No, it'll pick back up. I'm going to no, go ahead and play good. the recap. And... Okay. What if John Cena turned heel? Week one, John Cena returns in the first episode of SmackDown with the crowd since Coronamania ran wild on us. He's here to tell us, the crowd, his real thoughts on his WrestleMania experience with Bray Wyatt inside the Firefly Funhouse. Cena cuts a promo asking for a rematch versus The Fiend, with it being career versus title at SummerSlam. Bray Wyatt comes on the Titan Tron and accepts the match, but then the lights go out, and The Fiend shows up to take out Cena. Week 2, the Firefly Funhouse, Bray says that The Fiend is going to take Cena's career. Cena does a promo on Wyatt to a TMZ reporter in Hollywood. In week 3, John Cena does an ESPN interview on first take with Stephen A. Smith and Max Kellerman, as well as an FS1 interview with Undisputed with Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp. Bray Wyatt responds to these interviews with a Firefly Funhouse segment. Week 4. John Cena goes on the PR run the week before SummerSlam, being very retrospective on his career and really selling that he is most likely done after SummerSlam. Shows he appears on include Good Morning America, The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon, The Late Show with Stephen Colbert, Live with Kelly and Ryan, Busted Open Radio, Talk is Jericho, Book It, a wrestling podcast, The Joe Rogan Experience, Howard Stern, and Ellen. John Cena cuts a promo where he seems to be doubting himself and being able to beat The Fiend. Wyatt interrupts Cena to show Cena a montage of his best moments with the arms of the angels playing in the background. But then, the lights go out. And when they come back on, Cena is shook. But Wyatt is still in the funhouse laughing at Cena as he wonders aloud how will he ever be able to beat him when he is so fearful of him. Then, at SummerSlam 2020, Cena enters first, followed by The Fiend. The Fiend gets the early advantage and basically beats the shit out of John Cena for most of the match. Cena regains the upper hand. Cena makes a comeback as he locks in the SCF. Vince McMahon runs in and rings the bell. Cena rolls out, grabs the belt, and leaves. Bray Wyatt takes the Fiend mask off and looks at Vince McMahon and says, What the fuck? Triple H is standing on the ramp looking at Vince in shock and confusion. Week 6. Vince McMahon comes out and cuts a promo that Bray screwed Bray. Vince did not want a fat slob like Bray Wyatt being the face of the company. He says Cena is the best of all time and brings him out. Cena cuts a promo saying he is blamed for all their hero's shortcomings, but at the end of the day, he is the best and he does not care what anyone else thinks. Week 7. Bray Wyatt cuts a promo on Cena and says it will be John Cena versus Bray Wyatt in a last man standing match. Week 8. History of Wyatt versus Cena in a video package. Week 9. Vince McMahon and John Cena do a 20-minute interview with Ariel Hawani on ESPN. On SmackDown, Vince McMahon announces that if Wyatt cannot win, he will be fired. Week 10. At Clash of Champions, it's a back-and-forth bloody brawl with Bray Wyatt having the edge for most of the fight. The brawl through the crowd, into the street, back into the building through the parking garage and backstage. Then a wild Vince McMahon appears. 
and tells the Forgotten Sons to attack Wyatt. Three on one, and Wyatt is holding his own. Finally, they get Wyatt down, and Cena lowers a forklift onto Wyatt to hold him down for the 10 count. On NXT, Charlie Caruso asks Triple H his thoughts on Vince McMahon's new hands-on approach to the SmackDown title picture. Triple H gives a very nondescript answer, in, but it says that what they do on SmackDown has nothing to do with NXT. In NXT, they handle things in the ring, and the authority figures stay behind the scenes where they belong. Charlie ends the interview asking if Triple H thinks Vince McMahon should retire, to which Triple H smirks and says, no comment. Uh, Cena, the Forgotten Sons, and Vince McMahon come out to open the show and say that they ended Bray Wyatt's career. Now the, C- the WWE Universe gets a real champion and not a fat slob like Bray Wyatt. John Cena cuts a promo uh, stating to be the re- best wrestler ever. Ric Flair comes out and cuts a promo on John Cena. The Forgotten Sons corner Flair and look like they're about to pounce. Then Andrade comes out to make the save and clears the ring with Flair even landing a few shots from Leslie Blake. Charlotte joins her father and fiancé in the ring as they look out to the franchise retreating. The franchise is shown backstage as Vince McMahon says it is the Flair family, that if the Flair family wants to be get in the franchise's business, then they will become the franchise's business. Next week, it will be the Forgotten Sons versus Andrade and Ric Flair. Uh, the Forgotten Sons beat the hell out of Andrade for 95% of the match. Charlotte pulls Jackson Riker off the apron, knocking him out. Andrade hits the hammerlock DDT on Wesley Blake and hits a hot tag to Ric Flair. Andrade lifeless at this point. Ric uh, Rick Flair locks in the figure four and makes Wesley Blake tap out. Cena comes to interrupt the party, pushing the lifeless Andrade out of the ring to the floor. He grabs Flair by the neck, talking all the shit to him. Charlotte pushes him off of Flair and slaps him. Cena grabs her by the hair and then hits the goat on her, rolling out of the ring with a smug smile on his face. The next week, the Flair family comes out, and Ric Flair says he has talked to Triple H, and Triple H talked to the board of directors, and the match has been booked for Judgment Day. It'll be John Cena versus Andrade for the Universal title. The franchise is shown backstage, and Vince says Triple H needs to keep his big nose out of their business. He says, fine, if they want Andrade versus Cena, fine, they'll get Andrade versus Cena, and Cena will put the Universal title on the line. But Andrade will put his career, as well as Charlotte and Ric Flair's, as well. Uh, the next week, the Forgotten Sons face Andrade in a two-on-one handicap match. If Charlotte or Ric Flair come to ringside, then Andrade will forfeit his match at Judgment Day, therefore forfeiting all three members of the Flair family's careers. The match ends up being Andrade getting stomped most of the match, but he makes a huge comeback, knocking Riker out of the ring, then sets up Blake up, sets up Blake for the hammerlock DDT. John Cena climbs the apron and distracts Andrade. Andrade runs at Cena. Cena hits him with a punch loaded with brass knuckles. Jackson Riker catches the KO'd Andrade and hits the no remorse for the pin and the win. At Judgment Day, the match is highly competitive and Andrade hits hits the hammerlock DDT. Goes for the pin, but the Forgotten Sons have the dist- referee distracted. Andrade does a suicide dive to clear the ring or to clear the Forgotten Sons, knocking the ref out in the process. Vince throws Cena the brass knucks. When Andrade hits the ring, Cena smacks him with the knuckles, then it hits the goat. Vince wakes the ref and screams at him to count. The franchise make their escape as the show ends with the Flair family in the ring as the crowd thanks them. All right. So that is our recap uh, so far. This recap, by the time we're done with this, the episodes, that we're not going to have like 20 episodes in the series. It's going to be like one whole episode just going to be a recap. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, I noticed something. You said a wild Vince McMahon appears as if he was a Pokemon. Yep. <laughs> That's exactly I've been what waiting it is. for someone to catch that. 
Vince McMahon. A wild Vince appears. Did you catch him? Uh, I did not. Damn. All right. He's uncatchable. Because <laughs> it's such good shit. All right. So now it's after Judgment Day, right? Sure. I mean, it is. It's going to be the week, the day, night after Judgment Day. It's going to be the Friday night after Or Friday Judgment night after Day, Judgment yeah. Day. I'm still used to going the night after. Raw. Right. Raw or Nitro, even. Um, so. <laughs> I don't know why Nitro. Because but... we did a whole, what, our whole first what if was Nitro. Was was WCW. Guess, technically, yeah. Um, I guess I would say <laughs> Andrade should say something, right? Andrade's fired. He's oh, Andrade's fired. fired. So, Triple H, when are we, are we going to have Triple H bring him over this to is... NXT? I thought that was the plan. Immediately? Or are we going to wait and build it till it's like right before Survivor we've Series? We've got, I imagine we've got like four weeks till Survivor Series. I mean, we're making up the timeline at this point. So. Right. I know, I know. I figure, I think our formula is now we do four weeks and then. Then the pro, then the, then the, the pay per view. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, that way we're not searching through dates for days that will eventually happen or haven't happened. Anyway, yeah, it doesn't matter. Right. So the, the book it where the dates don't matter. Um, <laughs> but the t- amount of time per match does. Right. Yeah, that's exactly. You got to know where the commercial breaks are and where the finishes <laughs> are going to be and how, how much promo time they're going to have. My favorite thing about that is that it was your gimmick to count that stuff and then Kevin <laughs> blamed me for all of it. Right, it, no, because like, you kept like doing, I care about that shit. Because you kept pulling and saying it. <laughs> I just that it was like that that meme of a Homer Simpson where he steps back, and he <laughs> disappears into the bushes. It literally was because it was literally you saying we need to you need to track how long each match is. You need to track them. You can't, have, you can't have twelve matches on a pay per view. Well, all right. To be fair, you can't have twelve matches on a pay per view. We can. We no. proved how we can. Except yeah, because it's an eight hour pay per view. Wasn't <laughs> every match doesn't need to be twenty minutes long. All right, exactly. So most matches shouldn't be twenty minutes long. In fact, really, only matches that should be twenty minutes long are marquee matches. Here's a here's what I'm thinking. We need to get we now need to get the vehicle for setting up most of the team uh, for the Survivor Series match, right? So maybe yes. we have. Vince come out and and talk about how he's how would that sound Mike god <laughs> damn <laughs> everybody I've got a team I don't know and it's made of John Cena uh, this is terrible that's it that's that's uh, I'm gonna hurt my voice uh, uh, poor thing. <laughs> poor thing. Um, I was more thinking that Triple H should come out. All right, how would that like, sound? Like, I know. <laughs> are, hold on. Hold on. Are we going to do that or are we doing an invasion? Uh, Well, I, I, I feel like Triple H wouldn't just do an invasion. He would call a shot and then do Ooh, I like invasion. It. 
No, I'm not so against it. He would yeah. call a Tell shot. Tell me more, Mike. I want to know where your head's at. So, I mean, he he comes out and he just he talks about he has Flair with him. Right, no, Flair's, Flair's gone. Flair, Flair. Oh, right. Flair's gone. Flair's Charlotte's gone. Andrade's gone. It's too early to bring them back. Flair's I got also gone. I got an All idea. Right. What's your idea? Triple H comes out, opens up SmackDown. Or no, he opens up Raw. Yeah. And comes out and just says that, you know, I've spent a lot of time up and down this card. I've been the I've been the opener. I've been the closer. I've went from jobber to legend. I've done it all. And throughout the years there's been there's been a lot of top guys. I've went I've seen your Austins. I've seen your Undertakers. I've seen your Flares, your Cena's, your Rocks, your Batistas, your Roman Reigns. They come and they go. You guys cheers someone one day, you boo them the next. They come, they go. The fans, they come, they go. The sponsors, they come, they go. But through it all, there has been one single constant. His name is Vince McMahon. Now, for years, I've sat in the back. I've I've looked on Twitter, seen the message boards, seen your guys' Facebook posts about how Vince is senile. Vince has lost his touch. Vince doesn't have his finger on the pulse of the crowd anymore. He doesn't know what the crowd wants. He only knows what Vince wants. And this whole time, I've told you, you're wrong. Vince McMahon is a genius. He is someone that has revolutionized not just this industry, but entertainment and the world as a whole. Not once, not twice, but over a handful of times. But as I sit here and I watch Vince McMahon come out here and make decisions like firing Bray Wyatt. I watched him screw Bray Wyatt out of his title twice. Then I watched him have a bunch of goons jump the Flair family, an 80-year-old man and a woman. Look, y'all know me. I'm definitely not the poster boy for sainthood. I've done some things in my career that the man I am now is disgusted by. But I've grown up. I've learned what I can and can't do, what I should and should not do. The problem is it seems that Vince hasn't. So... It makes me think, it makes me wonder, is this really what's best for WWE? Should we keep looking to the past, keep looking to what used to be great, keep looking to what 
made us money back then? Or should we look to the future? Should we look to what's next? Vince, consider this your final warning. I'm not here to play games. This is the truest of revolutions. It's time to play the game, not how you play it. Does he start singing? I feel it? like you would. I feel like you would do King of Kings. I am maybe King of Kings. King of Kings. I just don't know the words to that one. There's only one word in King of the Kings. Is it King? King, 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 On your knees, dog. All right, so. <laughs> I don't know how to follow up follow up from that. Um so You can give me props and say that was No, no, I, yeah, but promo. but I meant Demone telling people to get on their knees. That's the word <laughs> of the, that's the words of the song. Well, if he tells you to get on your knees, just do it and open your mouth. Uh I'm good, man. Uh so anyways, so at that point I would just let it let that kind of chill. You know what I mean? Like, let that let that sit for a second. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And then, so you go through all of Monday. That's the first segment on Raw. You go through all of Monday. Nothing else happens. You go through all of NXT. Nothing happens. All of SmackDown till the very last thing. You have the main event angle being, or the main event segment being the, like a six-man tag with the Forgotten Sons and Cena versus somebody, right? Yeah. And you have the NXT invade during that time and just wreck shit. Take everybody out. Like, I'm talking, like, not quite Nexus level where they're ripping the ring up and shit, but, where like, they take everybody gonna... out. I only accept it if someone's getting choked by a tie. No, nah, that's not PG, bro. Can't get Daniel Bryan fired again. <laughs> We're not PG anymore. It's the reality reality era. All right, so is that going to be the end of the first week? Yeah, wait, we, we got to wait, we got to figure out. We need to get to SmackDown. Yeah. Say that. No, we got to figure out like that. who, yeah, like who's Cena and the Forgotten Sons are facing. Right. Um, or actually, I would rather do the Forgotten Sons and like have Cena on commentary, and then like have the mug Cena while he's at the commentary desk. Bug him. Like beat the shit. Like he's oh, at okay. the commentary desk and they like jump him. I understand. Mug has two meetings, behind. and I was thinking of the one where you're like giving them dirty looks, and I'm like, that's a, that doesn't mug work. Him. Like <laughs> mug. Yeah, they're just gonna come out and stare he's at John Cena very him. angrily. <laughs> that doesn't. That doesn't. That doesn't put asses in seats. <laughs> <laughs> just have a staring contest. Um. So I think the Forgotten Sons versus doesn't really matter. Usos? Yeah, I was going to say Usos are New Day. Work. Versus the Colognes. They got the released. Colons. I know. I don't know how they were employed this long. You know what's the best part about that? Before I finish typing out these notes. 
fucking the Colognes were on a contract to WWE. But in their contract, it was written that if they weren't needed by WWE, they could go work in Puerto Rico for their dad's company. Yeah, so they've been over friends. there being world champions and shit. Why? <laughs> but I know it's the, their dad's company, but who would put them as world champions? Carlito's a world champion. I think Carlito was a world champion there. Not in not in real wrestling. Well, not, not in canon in, wrestling. Not in real wrestling. Yeah, he would get super heat now, spitting in people's faces. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's the biggest <laughs> heel move. Right now, post corona. Right now. I I guess during Corona, what would be the during ten? All right. Um. All right. So who from NXT is going to evade SmackDown? <laughs> Thank you for repeating my question. <laughs> that that wasn't sometimes, canon. I like your sometimes I wanted... this podcast is beep boop beep boop beep boop beep boop beep. Whatever Travis just said, beep boop beep boop beep boop beep. Look, Fuck man, that wasn't here. canon. That was outside the realm and in, in space of this podcast episode. So sometimes I want to drive the canon myself and just swing on. You bike. wouldn't swing on no one. <laughs> I I'm will. Swinging on if you were swinging on people, man, you would be running your house for once. Oh, oh, I'm not gonna oh. fight children. You're not. No, I will. Then why would you I'll come here and fight me? What? Uh, why would you so why would I fight, fight you? <laughs> you can't fight uh, old you men. The, you have the mind of a child. I have but... I, I have the mind of no, I have the mind of a ninety year old. Can't beat up your elders. Respect your elders. Anyways, so I feel like we need a few like it uh, needs to be a, a, a heavy load of NXT guys. So Undisputed Era. Uh yeah, I, how I, should we have this happen? Should they hold on, should they just come straight out? Or should like I don't think we should do all of Undisputed Era. Happen. I think. Well, all right. So yeah, how about we do? Yeah, no. I think they should just ju- like come out. They should. They no should music. Be, no do, nothing. I think. Well, maybe they no. Maybe they should use their music. But sh- but that's the thing. It's not just. Well, it's not one person. It's it's gonna be it's a whole gonna be right NXT, crew of motherfuckers. NXT. So it's gonna be. Are they gonna use NXT's music? Are they gonna use Triple H's music? What? What are no, we doing? All right. So that no music. They just come out. No, I hold on. I say we have them. Like the match is going on. It's about almost the end. It looks like the Forgotten Sons are gonna hit their finisher, and then you hear Triple H's. You hear King of Kings or the game come on the Titantron. It distracts them, and then NXT just comes out and swarms them. What if, what if, I like the, I like where you're going with it, but I want to add to it. So, like, Triple H walks out, and he's got, like, his, his suit and tie on, like, I mean, his, he's in his corporate clothes, and he comes out, and he's just, like, he just corporate looks around. H. He said what? Corporate H. Triple yeah. C. And he's just, like, looking around, and then he looks at the, looks at the um, ring and just nods his head, and then as that, as he does that, a flood of NXT guys come out. And yeah. then that's when they swarm the ring and start beating the hell out of everybody. Announcers, referees, the John announcers Tina, fight the, each other. You said what? The announcers come out and fight each other. <laughs> <laughs> the ring announcers, the referees. That's who really comes out. It's just all, all the honest, backstage people taking, fighting. I'm taking the NXT referee. Yeah, because they're, re- they're mostly wrestlers. Right. 
I don't know. You know the one the one referee I don't think could be taken is that one the one that looks like he should be a wrestler that's like buff with the 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 hair. He was a wrestler. Was he? Yeah, yeah. Most, uh, most of the referees were Eli, wrestlers. Eli Drake, I think, is his name. Is it? I'm pretty sure. I feel like he's been there long. Like I don't think that's Eli Drake. I don't think so either. I could be wrong on that, but he was definitely a wrestler because. No, Eli Drake is somebody no, definitely else. Definitely not Eli like. Drake. Eli Drake is in NXT or TNA, or he was in TNA, and now he's in the NWA. Sean Ricker. Did so? Oh. Is, did anybody find out if TNA is doing uh, no arena shows or what? Or no, they, I think they, they have everything recorded. Pre-taped? I think they're still doing the like Drake rec- Younger. Recorded a bunch mm. ahead. Drake Younger is the one that I was thinking of. I might have to watch T- and uh, Impact just to see a crowd. And Drake Drake Younger. Yeah. What? What? What did he? What was he in? Was he? He was an indie guy. He was in CZW for a long time. Ah. He wrestled for WB uh, since 2013. He was in a segment with Ryback where he was bullied and attacked. <laughs> he bullied him so bad he, be- he became a referee. He's <laughs> like, I'm done. Let me just count the- call the matches. Ugh. All right. So, so who do we want? Drake Young- I'm thinking Drake Younger. Fights. He's not coming out. He's gonna fight. No, he's. he's... We're not bringing the rest of the the fucking. We're not making <laughs> no, the it's it's gonna be. Back. It's yeah. gonna be. All, I'm telling you, all the back the backstage people, the writers, are all. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna go back. The writers are in the writer room, writing room, fighting each other. It's mayhem. But it's all in writing. It's, it's not, they're not actually fighting. They're just writing down their atta- <laughs> their attacks. <laughs> they're writing promos for each other to to say. Um. Yeah. So I think the und- I think the undisputed era should come out. Mike said no. Why? No, say I didn't. No, no I, I changed my mind. The, no, the undisputed era should come out. Then oh, I was okay. thinking. I was thinking maybe just Adam Cole, or just two of them. Adam Cole and so the undisputed era can lead the charge. Yeah. Right. Um. Where I'm gonna leave Dream off because we're obviously yeah, we're, we're taking Dream off right uh, now. He's suspended in this He's universe. Just, yeah. Um. We don't need to say that any more episodes. What's his face? Carl Winslow. Kevin Lee. Keith Lee. Keith Kevin Lee. Kevin. I can do that too. Kevin, Kevin Lee. Lee is the fighter. Keith, Keith Lee is Lee. the wrestler. Keith Lee. Um. Including. Yeah, Keith Lee. Uh, Undisputed Era. Uh. Champa, Champa, Gargano. You gotta have some of the women come out too, right? Well, there's no women out there, oh, so why right. are there women right, coming right. out? Well, you could have them storm, storm the backstage, the women's <laughs> locker room. We could. We could. Uh, oh, I get, yeah, yeah, yeah. Have the NXT come out and have the the women from SmackDown come out too. Yeah, like after. Right. You or were have, you saying like have like it be them show backstage? Yeah, I was thinking them show backstage. Just have the NXT women like just jump, right? Like break into the women's locker room and just beat all those SmackDown women in the like locker a, room. It's like a stampede, like like Lion King. So who's all gonna be in the? We got the undisputed era: Keith Lee, Tommaso Ciampa, 
Gargano or no? Uh, yeah. What about Killer Cross? Yeah, but it's not. I forgot what his new name is. It's uh, like Carrion Cross. Or Killian, yeah. Carrion. Carrion. Um, and then also Finn Balor. That's what I was about to say. So, four for Undisputed Air, Tommaso Ciampa, Johnny Gargano, Carrion Cross, and Finn Balor. That's six, eight people. There's our, there's five wrestlers out there right now. Right, that should be plenty. Okay. And then... So I think now that they've, they've already beaten everybody down and NXT's standing tall, Triple H should grab a, a microphone and say, Vince, I know you're not here tonight. I just wanted to leave you a little message. And it reads pretty simple. My name's not Ted, and this is a war you won't win. Drops the mic. On your knees, dog. (laughs) All right. Yeah, I like it. I like it. So, Mike doesn't like the line the the shot at WCW. No, I I I totally get it. I I actually did like it. So anytime you can work <laughs> WCW and I'm in. <laughs> Any reference to WCW. I'm in. Even if it's Buff Bagwell, fine. Um So are we gonna obviously that had that we don't have right. So Justin for continuity's sake. Are we doing anything with Raw and NXT? Or are we keeping no. it specifically on SmackDown? I'm not saying we book it, but I'm saying is there anything uh, also I think happening something on should Raw? Be happen. Yeah, yeah. I feel like Raw like I feel like Raw wouldn't just sit there and do nothing. I think Raw's on edge now. They're like, shit. NXT just whooped SmackDown's ass. Okay. So I feel like so we're on Raw. I feel like Vince should have Vince and John Cena should have be in the ring. It should be surround pretty much surrounded by like all the all the raw and SmackDown talent and pretty much giving them like orders to that they're gonna beat the shit out of NXT and they're gonna defend WCW or not WCW <laughs> WWE from NXT. Well the main roster from NXT. And remember, you work for me, not Triple H. Okay. Do we have show? So, but I don't think I think they should keep it like they should show that it's like heavily locked down. Like they've got police yeah. at every door, every like entrance, that. checking cars, checking everything. Right. And I think you should build the suspense that something's gonna happen, but nothing does. I yeah. feel like in a match or two, you have the music play for like king of the king of kings or whatever the hell we're using but no one actually ever comes out the only thing with that is is that's like that's spooky shit that's the type of stuff that like bray wyatt's or undertakers do well i'm not saying like have the lights turn out or anything i'm just saying you literally like have it play but why would it play that's that's the other thing doesn't make sense you you have triple h because he has power obviously still he made the people who play the music. Obviously, we know people play the music. 
The mute, like the wrestlers nope. don't yeah, but, make the music walk through it and it just appears. But if, we're, if we're explaining that Triple H, the NXT is a separate entity from WWE, Triple H's power doesn't extend to WWE. What I'm saying is Triple H has infilt has like sp- kind of like spies right. in WWE turncoats. He has like turncoats. Like okay. there's people who are like secretly loyal to, and you can even have it make Triple or Vince paranoid. Like Vince starts yeah, to become I, that's, paranoid. Yeah, that's where you sold me on it. Okay. Yeah. Like Vince starts to become paranoid about like he doesn't trust anyone in the company. Even like starts to not trust Cena. I think I think that there. I don't know be about a, that one. I think there should be a montage, where not a montage, but like a backstage like segment thing. Just just like right before they go to a commercial or something, they show Vince's um, office and somebody's trying to you know go up to it and they're getting padded down. Yeah. You know, like, one of the wrestlers, they're going to ask him a question, and they get patted down by by security before they can go in. And they just hear, let him in. And then whoever goes in, I don't know. It could be Santino for all I care. But it doesn't matter who. Anyways. It can be. But I don't think anything happens, at least that first week on Raw. I think it's just a yeah. No, nothing actually like happens. Like there is no actual invasion or anything. Um, maybe yeah, I think we should be sparing on the invasions. Right. Well, I think then maybe the next week, Vince does a promo, but it's in his office. Like, well, you know, before we get to the next week, let's I, finish yeah. this week. Oh right. Yeah. I don't, well, I, I meant hold on. I meant not the next week, but the next SmackDown. Which is fine, but I feel like we should do something on NXT because I feel mm-hmm. like Vince wouldn't just like right. Yeah, I think Vince should show up in NXT alone, just Vince. Yeah, but does that's that a make... fucking that's a a, a big testicle oh. move. I think it should go with cops. I don't think it should be him alone. I think he should be there with with some sort surrounded of surrounded by police. Right. I don't know, man. I think that the best part of Vince McMahon. I think there's two two Vince McMahons, okay? And that's the thing. We've got to figure out which one we're portraying here. There's the Attitude Era Vince McMahon. Who the Attitude Era with Vince cops. McMahon did show with cops, too. But there's... That's what I'm saying. The Attitude Era Vince McMahon has the cops. The Ruthless Aggression Vince McMahon shows up dolo, just ready to go. But the thing is, no one believes Vince... At this point, no one believes Vince can... Like, no. attitude or ruthless aggression, Vince, would fucking fight you. Attitude, aggression, <laughs> or, yeah, ad, or attitude ruthless aggression. aggression would fucking fight you. Attitude era, like, would kind of fight you, uh, maybe, if he had, like, all the ad, uh, odds st- stacked in his favor. <laughs> but, like, he, the dude's, like, 80 years old. No one thinks that he's fighting anybody at this point. You're right, and that's the thing. He... Ruthless aggression era, Vince, didn't give a fuck. He would fight anybody <laughs> and everybody at any... He, he, he fought was, it was Hogan, free smoke. He fought it was Sean. Free smoke. Yeah. <laughs> he fought Bobby Lashley. He fought Triple H. He fought Bobby he Lashley. Care. He was fighting everybody. What did you say? He fought Bobby Lashley. Yeah, he, yeah, was he, was, he won the ECW championship from him. <laughs> and he was wearing a do-rag. Yeah. <laughs> I actually want to go watch that just so I can... <laughs> I need to see this. Vince also said the N-word on a pay-per-view. He did. I remember that. That's yeah. fucking crazy. In front yeah. of Booker T. 
Vince was wild, man. Like, Vince was, like, not caring. Like, but, yeah, he was wearing a full-on do-rag as the ECW world champion. But that was, like, about 20 years ago. But that was, like, 15 years ago. Vince ain't doing that no more. All right. So, what, we could have him show up at NXT with or without cops? I'll with, give him the cop. I'll give you the cops. With the cops, cuts a promo. I feel like in his promo, I'm not gonna do the promo, but in the promo, he pretty much says, "I like Vince. The Triple H may have power here, but I still own this place." Like flexing his authority and his power. I feel like there should be some sort of way that we can get Vince kicked out of NXT. Like, the That's ultimate disrespect. Thinking. Like, he's not allowed in, or he gets kicked out, or he tries to go to Triple H's office, and they turn him away, and he throws, like, a hissy fit almost. There's not a face-to-face confrontation, or he's not going to the ring, there's no reason for him to have cops. That's overkill. Well, he's he's trying to get a face-to-face. Maybe he goes to the ring, then. He tries to get to Triple H's office and then goes to the ring instead. We we could do is have we have cut idea. the pro he cuts the promo and then William Regal because Regal's technically the GM of NXT pops up on the Titan Tron and says, "Yeah, Vince, you own the company, but you're not authorized to be here." And I, I don't has think the police on turn the... on him. Yes, and, and, yes, and, and escort him out of the ring. I don't think that he should even be on the Titan Tron. I think he should just come out. Or he can come out. That's fine. I he agree. comes out. out cuts the, he comes comes out and tells him like, "Hey, you need to get out of my ring." Right. We got a show and to do cop, here. Yeah. Instead of the cops being on his side, they like escort him. But Vince just throws like a hissy fit the whole time. Like has to be like dragged out of the I'm arena. Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Damn it. This I own that. I own this place. I own you. I own you. I own you. You're all fired. <laughs> and they still escort him out. You're not my boss. <laughs> uh, not my boss. Hashtag. Um. So I like that. So. SmackDown? Uh, I think it should be the same thing, basically, as Raw, where everyone's, all the doors are on lockdown. There's, uh, you have to get frisked to talk to Vince McMahon, all that. Um, Where we go with this, I think this is where Cena maybe needs to make a cut a promo on somebody. Yeah, see, I feel like he should cut a promo on Triple H. Yeah. He needs, he needs to cut something on someone. I think he needs to say how okay. he's the greatest of all time. And then he could take anybody that gets thrown at him and he talks how shit How would that to sound? Us. You know, I am John Cena. <laughs> and I am the greatest of all time. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Uh, I, no, yeah. Hunter. 
You and you, I, uh, we, go, we oh. go back a ways. You're one guy in this company that has almost as many accolades as I do. You're one guy that understands what it's like to be blamed when they're Fugazi heroes fall victim. Ooh. You know what it's like to be blamed for the shortcomings of others, so I don't understand how you can blame me for what I've done. I'm not doing anything you haven't done yourself. It just took me a lot longer to get here, so if you can blame me for anything, blame me for being a slow learner. Because I didn't catch on to the gimmick until it was almost too late. See, I had one foot out the door to go to Hollywood because I didn't think these fans would ever respect me as the greatest of all time. But then, my contract came up. I had a WWE contract in one hand, a big Hollywood movie contract in the other. Hell, I even had record labels trying to get me to drop another rap album. I'd listen to that. <laughs> Bars. And, you know, I thought I'd made up my decision. I told my, my agent, I said, hey, uh, tell Vince to give me a call. I, I think I'm going to go to Hollywood. But I owe this man at least, at least the dignity of telling him why. So... Couple days went by. Vince is a busy man. Vince called me up and he said, John, it's Vince McMahon. How you doing, pal? <laughs> so wait, is is <laughs> Cena doing the Vince act? Uh, yes. Is, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, Well, Vince, I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't know how to say this. But uh, I think I think my time in WWE has come to an end. Well, goddamn, John. You're going to tell me this over the phone? I thought we were friends. And at that moment, I knew that Vince was right. So I said, Vince, meet me at your house. <laughs> at your palatial estate. I'll be there. I'm already here, damn it. Dude. He said... All right, I'm already here. We hung up. You called me at home, John. <laughs> I flew to Connecticut. It's only, only about an hour and a half from, from West Newberry, Mass, on my private jet. What, what do you guys know about private jets? Oh yeah, nothing. Because you're a bunch of failures, and we'll get to more on that later. Your mic is. Well, we'll get to that more than that on a minute. I walked in, went to the backyard, sat by the pool with Vince McMahon. Vince said, John, why do you want to hang it up? I said, listen, Vince. Every time I come back, yeah, they cheer, but they also boo. See, I've given everything I can for this business for 15 years, 17 years. I don't know if I have anything else to give because it's obvious that they don't want me. They're not grateful to have me. They're not grateful for what I've given them. 
All I've wanted to do was be the best to ever do it. And just then, Vince looked at me, and he looked puzzled. I said, Vince, what, what part of this don't you understand? No matter what I do, the fans don't like me. And he looked at me, he looked even more puzzled, and I said, Vince, what part of this don't you understand? The fans don't respect me. And he said, let me stop you there, John. Do the fans liking you put money in your pockets? Do the fans appreciating you fill the tank on your private jet? Do the fans respecting you pay for your mansions? And lastly, do the fans cheering for you really make you the greatest of all time? And I stopped and I thought about it. Vince was right. Your like, your respect, your appreciation, your cheers have never meant a damn thing to me. I got here in spite of you. You never wanted me on top. But I got to the top, and more importantly, I stayed on top. That's something that none of your little heroes can say. Where's Bray Wyatt? Where's Kevin Owens? Where's CM Punk? Ooh, CM Punk. CM Punk. CM Hell, Punk. where's Daniel Bryan? Daniel Bryan. Yes, yes, yes. I stepped yes, aside. Yes. For that little punk and his stack of dimes snapped. He tried to make a comeback, but we all know it just wasn't that good. Hell, he got overshadowed by a mid-carter. See, when John Cena was running things, Kofi Kingston was at best an IC champion. When Daniel Bryan runs things, Kofi Kingston is the biggest star in the world. Pathetic. Will I look like losing to somebody that weighs 155 pounds soaking wet with a pair of Tims on? So, Hunter, I'm going to bring this, I'm going to make this long winded explanation a little shorter for you. The thing is, this, the same conversation I had with. Vince McMahon is a conversation I had with you way back in 2005. Back behind the scenes when John Cena was a little green, but he already had the spinner belt on his on his uh, waistline. Triple H told me, why do you care if they cheer you? Why do you care if they appreciate you? Why do you care if you have to step on someone's toes to get to the top? This isn't the business where you make friends. This is the business where you make money. And the problem is, Hunter, I never believed you. Until now. Hunter, you were always right. I was wrong. Because if I would have followed your, your lead, 
I'd be a 32-time world champion right now. Think about that. I'm this damn good when I was playing nice. The thing I think you're worried about, Hunter, is that once I stopped playing nice, that eliminates you from history. Because I can do anything you've done three times as good. So they're going to look back. How many times is good? <laughs> they're going to look back and they're going to ask, who were the greatest of all time? You had your Ric Flairs, your Hulk Hogan's, your Stone Cold's, your The Rock's, your Batista's, your Randy Orton's, your John Cena's. But nobody's going to remember Triple H. And I think that's why you're putting your big nose in WWE business. Stay in the minor leagues, son. This ain't 2004. The golden shovel has changed hands. Come find out how far I can bury your career. So, we have the same promos. Vanilla Identical. Midget. <laughs> you said what? <laughs> we, we both did the same promo, promos. They're identical. <laughs> word for word. Um, True. Yeah. It's a good call out. I just don't think that I I don't know if <coughs> Triple H should what? actually do something that week nah. or wait. Triple H no. isn't there. Okay. So then we got to go on. It would be now we're going on week two, right? We should. I, I think we should skip right to SmackDown, though. Okay. Because... Hold on. Let me. I need to type this. Okay. So I feel like Raw Smack or Raw and NXT, like NXT, they should like play a replay, of, like what happened, and like a recap or whatever. But NXT for the most part goes on as normal. Raw, like you still have like the security and everything, but that's pretty much it. On SmackDown, though, I feel like this is where we should also lean in more into the Vince's paranoia. I feel like NXT should be able to get in. I Hold on, what now? Should not be able to get in? No, they should be able to get in. Well, we need to bring back... I'm so confused. I'm saying, I feel like... So, you know how I was talking about Vince's paranoia? Like paranoid yeah. that like someone's cro- crossed the line, old NX old impact reference. Um, someone's crossed the line. And <laughs> don't look at me disappointed like that. Uh, someone's crossed the line and like is helping Triple H. Is you have NXT managed to get in? Like even though there's all the extra security and everything, that someone essentially lets NXT into the building. I don't here here's the thing. All right. I I know what you're trying to say, but here's the thing. We're on week 3. We have one more We could save that for week 4. We have, also Okay, oh, go, ahead, go ahead, Mike. Say what you want to say. We say we have one more week. We have one more show that's a go home show and then the pay-per-view, which okay. is Survivor Series. We have to build our teams. We need to start putting inklings in because we also need to bring back I thought we were putting Andrade in. We got to bring him back, and we got to bring Bray back. That's what I'm saying. We already have too many inside, too many WWE guys on Team X NXT. 
we can't do this. There's somebody else in the fucking thing angle. So even the, if it's just a backstage guy, there's too much. So okay. do we bring those company. two back, or do we do we do an, an I think, actual NXT? I think team? we say Vince McMahon. I mean, I thought we were gonna have Bray and CM. I, I feel get like signed we, to NXT. I feel like we we. Well, I think I, I think we're gonna have Bray be like I thought we were doing the mystery opponent for Bray or not opponent, but mystery partner. I I didn't think we were gonna do mystery partner. I thought we were just gonna bring him back. Oh, and NXT. I mean, you could, or you could have him. I like what's most. I saying. think the mystery partner. I don't know. I feel like the mystery partner thing leaves it as not as. Like, you can't promote it. Well, you can. You can, like, find out who, who the final. Yeah. I mean, they do well, I, the think, final I think promoting Bray Wyatt's return is better than, than having thing. him show up. Yeah. Unless, yes. unless your plan was to have big ratings for, for the following night, but I think you should just bring him back. I That's think. Fine. I think, what if you have. It doesn't necessarily have to be this week, but you have him, you know, you're like you're saying Vince McMahon's paranoid. Nobody can get in his office. He's basically got it bar like barcaded, you know, like no one's getting in, no one's getting out unless it's him. You'd have the fiend and then you have the fiend pop up. up. Yeah, you have the fiend pop up in Vince's office. That's okay, but we killed the fiend character off. We, we said we're not doing that anymore. Hmm. We killed it for that part of the storyline, but we could bring it you back. Bring it back. <laughs> Why? Why do we want the fiend? Because I like the, the fiend, fiend. doesn't work as a baby face. Because the fiend is better, the better version of Bray. Because otherwise, no, not. All, 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 we changed otherwise, the whole character. Okay, because otherwise, all we have right now is just Bray. Yeah, Bray. Okay, okay, and you could have. Okay, it doesn't have to be the fiend. It could just be Bray. Okay, but Bray, Bray still, still could be creepy shit. and show up in, yeah. in, in Vince's office. Why are we doing creepy shit? That's not because what it's the, Bray Wyatt. It's Bray also Wyatt does creepy that's not shit. what we're doing. This that's not what we we changed the whole fucking gimmick. It's also right after Halloween. I, I, you guys are retconning the entire past three episodes. No, no we're not. We're for no reason. Okay, no, we're not. We're just we definitely can say not for no Bray reason. Went, Bray went back to being the fiend or being creepy. Because that's what got him to the top to begin with. When he stopped doing that is when he couldn't beat Cena. So he returned Wait, he to being... He, couldn't, he never couldn't beat Cena. He got screwed twice. Yeah, I understand he got screwed twice. So your logic doesn't even make okay. sense. Why are we bringing back creepy, creepy John or creepy, creepy Bray Wyatt? Okay, then when... just Bray Wyatt walks in. What do you want? Bray Wyatt just walks into his office? <laughs> just walks into I don't office. want Bray Wyatt and Vince McMahon to have a face-to-face. Okay, then what are you doing with Bray? Are you just going to have Bray just show up on Here's NXT? But you can't do that because no one watches NXT. Here's my problem. Listen. Listen. Okay? Everybody calm down. <laughs> the got... 52 viewers NXT gets, you will see it, but no one else will. Here's the thing. Okay? You're a fucking asshole, first off. <laughs> Um, one, we can't just have Bray Wyatt just magically return. We I mean, gotta have the match. We haven't even fucking set up a match yet. Right. We we can set that up earlier in the show. Okay, so your plan is just, oh, we set up the match, and then Bray Wyatt just magically returns, and then chokes out Vince McMahon, and then we're on to the races. There's I, no storyline there. There's nothing there. It's just, 
Oh, poop, okay, he's oh, back. Okay, then what's okay? What I'm saying is, what's your idea to bring Bray back? Because so far, your idea to bring Bray back is just Bray's <laughs> back. He gets rehired no, on NXT. It's not. It's not. <laughs> you haven't explained how you're bringing Triple Bray H back. Triple H comes out on NXT, and when he announces his team the week before SummerSlam or Survivor Series, like the final week, the go home for from NXT, he explains. He announces his team. He's got the entire NXT roster there, right? They're all outside the ring. He's out, and he's picking them from the crowd. Like, I want Ciampa. I want Adam Cole. I want blah, 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 right? So he picks out the first three, and they're like powerhouse people. We'll, I'm not saying those are the people. We'll decide that later. He calls them in the ring, and he's like, and my, for my fourth pick, I went close to my heart. I went to the Flair family, and Andrade comes out. You forgot. He's a big part of this, too. No, I'm fine with I that. And I'm forget. fine. I'm not saying Andrade needs to do the spooky shit because that's not Andrade. Right. Andrade's never done okay, that. Okay, think about that. Listen, 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 listen. So keep then going, at the, keep at going, the end, keep going with says, what you're doing. Okay, I'm going to keep doing that and then I'm explain why Spooky Bray White doesn't fucking work. You have, you say, Triple H says, oh, my, for my final member of Team NXT, an NXT original, Bray. Wyatt. And it just shows Bray Wyatt like on the, the screen. He's not actually there. Okay? Wait. Spooky Bray Wyatt doesn't work. Because why when 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 do spooky characters work in multi-man teams of non-spooky characters? He could be the powerhouse guy. That dude doesn't need to be spooky! I mean, Bray's a big motherfucker. He can be a powerhouse without being spooky. I, I understand that, but regular as Bray, like it worked for the original, the beginning of the storyline because of what we where we went. But long term, regular as Bray is not going to work. Right, I think I, I agree. That. I feel like we do know that. We kind of do. How do you regular, know that? How? Regular I'm as not talking Bray, about. I'm not talking regular about. Regular as Bray is Husky Harris. <laughs> yeah, that's what he calls him. He's like, here's Husky Harris. <laughs> Because think about it, the best versions of Bray we've seen have been Bray the cult leader and Bray the fiend, both spooky, which are okay. both spooky characters. It's like saying, okay, we're just gonna like. I understand it kind of worked with with Undertaker for it a little did bit. Kind of work. It did work, motherfucker. It did work. So you're wrong. But he still you're went just... back to the spooky shit. But he still eventually went back to the spooky shit. That's okay, fine. Same thing with Kane. Two months later. Okay, Kane, you guys let Kane. you guys literally had him. No, wait, wait. You let us do this character change for one fucking month. You, he was going to change him. Like a month. You gave him one month. You fired him. You returned him as Spooky. You didn't give him any time. He was off TV for a whole month. That's plenty of time. Actually, technically, by this time, it's been almost two. So either way, that's my whole point. He's been off TV. You didn't give him a chance to do the okay, character. Okay, we can do... I, I don't like doing regular Bray, but we can do regular Bray. I don't like it, but we'll, I, I'm i fine with doing regular Bray. Why are you backing like just, down? Why you... Like, people like Bray, There's two but of no us. one likes regular-ass Bray. There's two of no us. No one knows regular Bray. No one knows what he's going to be like. Cause, and to say, hold on. He's going to be creepy. That's what he's going to do. To say that he is just going to be... Regular Bray is just going to be Husky Harris is to say that the American badass taker is just the fucking... Punisher or the Red Devil the Ameri- or the Red no. Herring or the fucking Red Dildo, whatever the fuck they were calling him in WCW. No one cares about him. It's two different companies too, though. 
These isn't it, two different companies. We saw have you the seen trans- WWE like every five years. It's a different fucking company. We've seen Bray as regular as Husky Harris. Both of his best characters have, at his most popular and most successful time, have been as Spooky. They've been Spooky. And I'm not saying we have to have the Fiend be the one in that match. Like, where are you going to have Bray come out in, in, in a suit and tie? There was no reason to do the first angle. The whole thing. It was dumb. No, it wasn't dumb. You could have the him whole... go back to being spooky because that's when his most power, he's the most powerful was when he's spooky. So why'd we have him take the mask off and just be like, oh, this shit's fake? The whole point was to blend reality with the fiction. And at that time, it worked. You can't just change now. You can't. You can't have it when He's you want it. He's been off TV for two yeah, months. How is you that can. any different than Undertaker going back to being the dead man? Because he wasn't even. He went how from being it? just normal person to no, being the dead man again. It? He got buried. Didn't he get buried alive? Yes. I don't exactly remember. Okay, so okay, Joe here, Brave. Okay, Bray got fucking fired and lost his his livelihood. And so you could even have the mask and pretending to be a clown again. Technically, he's not a clown, but... Also, also, when The Undertaker came back as the American Badass, he never said, like, oh, fuck the dead man shit. That was dumb shit. Bray never... Techni- no, we never had Bray say that was dumb no, shit either. He, didn't, he took the mask off in front of every goddamn body. That's what I it. understand. That you're making it, okay, so so literally you're never having the Fiend come back, is what you're saying. Oh, I don't want the fucking Fiend. He, he doesn't you're like the Fiend. getting rid of the Fiend forever, which yes. I don't think works. I, I agree with Damone. Just other, you literally just killed one of the most popular characters forever, for no reason. <laughs> Except for, for, you literally are just saying, you know what, Triple H, you can't be the game anymore. That, you, know you, what, know. Undertake, you know what, Undertaker, you know what, Undertaker, you, Undertaker, you know what, Kane, we're going to take the mask off of you and you can't be evil anymore. You can't use flames anymore. You're done. No. You're just no. corporate Kane forever. First off, you're dumb because you're just making dumb things that don't correlate. It is. You're, you're, Kane, you're, you're saying Kane has to be corporate Kane for the rest of his career in the middle of his prime. No. All right. So we doing the, the feed Kane or not? Fuck, Mike, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Corporate Kane is a comedy character. That's all he ever was. Giving Bray Wyatt a realist, a realistic approach is not making him a comedy character. I'm not saying I'm not he needs saying, to be. I'm not saying I'm not he needs to, make to be him a comedy character IRS. either. I'm not saying to make him IRS. You're making him IRS either. What I'm saying is you're taking away the thing that made Bray special. No, the, motherfucker. The only thing that made Bray special ever in his entire career was his ability to talk, which he can do with any character. Which I understand, but let's, okay, if Bray had come back as just Bray, right? Bray leaves for however long, what was he gone for, like a year? He doesn't do the Fiend thing at all. There's no Firefly Funhouse. You think Bray's still around? Bray's probably fired right now. Here's the issue. We can't. In my opinion, and you're obviously you disagree, which is fine. We just because one thing works doesn't mean we can't ever try anything else. Which I understand, but you're also saying you're literally killing a character that's extremely popular. Here's my just point. because. Hold on. Either 
do you do you think the fiend works as a babyface? Because you've I said think, before it doesn't. No, I don't think it works as a, as a babyface. But for this feud and this feud only, it would work. So, okay, so you don't make sense. That's not. So you're saying what you're telling me? Because technically, technically, people we were talking about being in the invasion of NXT or of um of SmackDown, they're not all baby faces either. Because technically, right. the undisputed era isn't a baby face. Technically. Um, but they become baby faces. They become baby faces, and it could be a temporary baby face change. But the problem is, the whole fucking thing, I thought anyway, where we were building the Cena versus Wyatt at Mania. Which we can. With Cena as the heel, Wyatt is the baby face. So you're telling me we're going to make Wyatt a baby face for a month, fire him, bring him back. He's a temporary baby face, whatever the fuck that is. For a match, he comes back after that. He's this big spooky heel, all the way till Mania, and then voila, he's back to being the babyface. I still so think how's that work? First off, I'm gonna say that hey, we haven't booked Survivor Series and how that all goes down. Who's to say Bray doesn't disappear again? <laughs> right, he could go away because we're gonna have a lot of time between Survivor Series and Mania. So y'all want him to show up in Vince's office as a fiend. If I'm outvoted, I'm outvoted. Maybe he doesn't show up as a fiend. Maybe he just shows up as Bray Wyatt, but creepy Bray. He just he's just there. What does that mean though? I just I don't, don't know. Like like it's it's gonna all be lighting. Because we've never lighting like right. my issue is that we've had, what was the last time you see Bray as not creepy? That's like the, in a non creepy. I promo. thought that was the point of the show. Was for us to experiment with new things. When was the last time you saw John Cena as a heel? I understand that, but John Cena, all the promos we've cut as John Cena flow with what th- things that like in John Cena's like wheelhouse, like how it, w- it makes sense that he would say those things. And we've kind of heard him say sort of those things, but not in a full blown out, full blown out heel way. With Wyatt, most of his character, his characters have been the creepy guy. I don't want to argue over this anymore. If you, we don't have to do creepy Bray. I just think it's dumb that we're killing an entire character forever. I don't think, I don't be, think we're killing a character forever. I think oh, you literally have you literally said I you said don't I don't like the fiend. fiend I don't anymore. like the fiend. Okay, I think the fiend is a short-term thing that's going to go away. That's my thoughts. I disagree but entirely. That that's fine. I also don't like the new day, and I don't think they should be a thing anymore. You disagree with that? That's fair. Now, wait. I don't care if The Fiend does come back down the road. I think it's too early to bring The Fiend back. Because bringing The Fiend back three months after we fucking just took the mask off in front of everybody and killed the character, it can come back. But it can't just come back randomly. He can't just and come the, back and be spooky. Well, and my, that, also my thought, and also my thought was, well, there really is. We're not doing a build anyway. Literally, we're saying, oh, Bray's rehired. Yes, because we're not bringing. My, I didn't think we were bringing Spooky Bray back. I thought we were bringing back the Bray that got fired. Even the Bray that got fired, you're still not really building, bringing him back. You're literally just going, okay, he's rehired. What would you like me to build? How how would we build that? How do we build a rehiring? 
That's an entire different thing that we'd have to go down that rabbit hole. Which we don't <laughs> have Somebody get the do. lawyers on the phone. Tell them how they would write up this contract. <laughs> <laughs> this, how did, <laughs> my mind is blown. How the fuck do you, I don't understand how you build up a rehiring, first off. Second off, there's a difference between rehiring a character as it was presented a month ago, two months ago. And what I'm saying by I'm not saying you would have like every fucking week we do a week to week rebuild of like him being rehired. That doesn't make fucking sense. What I'm saying is you can make allusions to him being rehired. Let's just have him. We can, but we can, we can just we can just have him show. We can just do what you wanted to do and just have. I don't it care. Don't fucking appease me, motherfucker. Just... Don't fucking. <laughs> And what I was saying, my thought was, you have Bray go back to the Fiend because him losing his job made him have a psychological break and need the Fiend again. I I think the real thing is Bray Wyatt needs a, a character. He can't just be Bray Wyatt. He needs... Unless we're going to have Bray eat the pen at Survivor Series. Here's my... Why... Okay, what? We definitely are not going to do that. Okay, so... Here's my. <clears throat> my issue. And I think I'm not. Maybe I don't know if it's my yelling and me getting worked up and trying to like play a character for the show and not like actually giving my full on actual like analysis of the situation. I'm trying to do this character thing where I'm trying to be primetime Travi T and not Travis. Let me let me just look at this, okay? Do you think logically them doing an angle where they're purposely breaking kayfabe on their pay-per-view with a character like The Fiend, where they are removing the mask, and he's like, what the fuck? And it's shown as a screw job. You just took that character, and you just said, this isn't real. The problem is, I know you know it's not real. I know I know it's not real. I know Mike knows it's not real. Spoilers. But there's plenty of people out there that do think this shit's real. Hi, Carmelo. Wow. <laughs> what a sh- wow. Wow. Unnecessary. Right? He's going, we get to an argument, he goes scorch earth. It just starts <laughs> calling out people. <laughs> From there, you also have the people that think it's so fake they think it's real. Hi, JJF. The thing that we need to do is get Carmelo and JJF on the same plane of existence, including all three of us. So what you, you're blending the the real with the fake. The real is Bray Wyatt is playing a character by the fiend. That's that's the or actually fucking Wyndham Rotunda is playing Bray Wyatt, who's playing the fiend. The fiend's not a monster. The Fiend's not real. It's a man in a mask. He takes the mask off. That breaks the character. That breaks kayfabe. That was the the central beam on our story. That, that really sold it. Bra- that Vince just screwed him in real life. What I'm trying you to not- say is that for Bray, the Fiend is real. I just wanted a cool sequence. That's literally all I wanted. Worse. 
I don't I don't see how that I see okay I can see where you can build to that down the line and it comes back but I think you're giving too much fucking power to this this moment I could see now this is just me I could see the fiend coming back for mania but then that defeats what you said that you hate that because if we're gonna no. have Cena be the heel, you could you can't no, have the Cena come we'll back. The, as you could build we up. Have, to, we have how many months to figure out what the fuck a, a face Bray Wyatt looks like or a face? You literally looks said like. you didn't want to do the feed as a face. I don't. But if we want, if we're gonna do this, why are we doing it just a pop to bring him back in one second? Build for money. You've got from Survivor Series. Till Mania to figure out what the fuck does Bray Wyatt as the Fiend as a face look like? How do we make that work? And how do we get the most money out of it? Which I understand. But just which bringing we can, him back, we, which we could literally Bray Wyatt still do. Work. We what? could still do that. I disagree. I don't. I don't think it's a waste. I think you can still do all of that. You can still build to the Fiend versus Cena at Mania with having the Fiend come back and attacking Vince. I'm not even saying you have to have the Fiend come back permanently. I'm even okay with the Fiend literally attacks him that one night, and then he goes back to just being Bray. Just but I'm sick of our, I'm sick of arguing about this. We can just do. It's fine. Just have actually him like show up. yelling at you. What? <laughs> I saw him actually like lightheaded from yelling at you. I am too. <laughs> All right. So the writing. Bray, he, he announces Bray as part of the team, and then what? I, we haven't even gotten to that yet. That's, that's the, Okay, that's the next week. We haven't done that yet. That's the whole thing. We've been yelling back and forth. We need, still have, need to announce the match somehow. All right, so how do you want to announce the match? So One of them needs to get the other person out, but I don't see, why, I don't see where Vince McMahon is going to call out Triple H for a match. What? I and mean, I don't think Triple H is going to call Vince McMahon out for a match. We need another another put boiling point, which I think should be the Raw and SmackDown, SmackDown guys storming full sale. Okay. That works for me. Same way. They got their ass beat. So just have, have it the opposite. Now finally have it the opposite way. And have uh, some main roster guys storm full sale. Do we need to know who specifically, or all of them? It's everybody. Every all everybody. of them. Everybody. God damn. Everybody. Um. So then, after they storm it, it would be the next night. We'd go to the next night on SmackDown. How do you still want to announce the match? Uh, I think it should open with Triple H. On on SmackDown? Yeah. Triple H comes out and, and invites, or asks Vince McMahon to meet him in the ring. Okay. I think it's Vince that asks, asks Triple H. Okay. Because how did Triple H get in the building if everything's supposed to be on lockdown? Maybe they show Triple H trying to show up. Try to get in, and then Vince comes out to the ring and says, let him in. And then you, you do, like, a shot of him walking through, finally getting in through the doors. And on the Titantron, it's tracking him coming through, you know, through the backstage area. 
than through okay, Gorilla. Okay, I think Gorilla. Vince should open the show, but he should cut a promo about how he, about his attack on Raw. That he, or that he brought NXT. the fight to NXT. Yeah. Anything you could do, be- do Triple H, we could do better. Yeah. That works. Um, and then he, Triple H, finally he will come out, and then Vince just, I mean, Triple H, I think Triple H. I have an idea. Okay. I have an ideal. ideal. Vince should try and fire Triple H. Yeah. But then someone should come out and say, you can't fire Triple H. And announced that there's going to be a match because we're doing the match for control, right? Um, yeah. Yes. Yes. So, but who's going to come out? Shane? Linda? Linda doesn't work there anymore. <laughs> she got rehired. Stephanie. She fucking works for the government. Probably going to be Stephanie, I would imagine. She makes the, mo- makes the most sense. Yeah, Stephanie does make the most sense. Because she has, like, obviously she doesn't want her, she loves her father. Obviously she loves Triple H, her husband. So she wants them to stop fighting, but they won't. So she can even say, like, you're you're destroying both of your own shows over the stupid war. And, yeah. Maybe she's the one that says that they're good, they should have a match. That was the whole thing. Oh yeah. Was it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Look, man, it's late. Um. Okay. Hold on. She tells them to pick five each. Cause that us arguing took some time. Hold on. All right. So this this booking this episode has gone on way longer than we expected it to. Mostly because it was 30 minutes of um, Damone and Travis arguing about something we haven't got to yet. Uh, which we will actually get to next week. Um, so, Travis, why don't you hit us with that recap? Okie dokie, boss. One moment. Alright. Triple H opens up Monday Night Raw with a promo warning Vince McMahon that revolution is upon WWE. Nothing happens for the rest of Raw. And NXT goes off without a hitch. We even get to the main event of SmackDown with nothing happening. But the Forgotten Sons versus the Usos is mid-match when the Undisputed Era comes out following a flood of, de- of NXT superstars, including Keith Lee, Tommaso Ciampa, Johnny Gargano, Karrion Cross, and Finn Balor. Then it shows the backstage area where the rest of NXT is running roughshod through the SmackDown locker room. Triple H tells Vince this is a war he, w- he won't win. Uh... The next week on Raw, Vince McMahon and Cena open the show with the entire Raw and SmackDown locker room surrounding the ring. Vince says they will defend the WWE until their final breaths. Uh, the show is on lockdown with police at every entrance, and every person wishing to speak to Vince McMahon gets frisked by the cops. NXT opens with Vince showing up to full sail with a ton of cops flanking him uh, as he heads to the ring. Vince cuts a promo calling out Triple H, but instead gets William Regal who says that although he owns the company, due to the internal power struggle in WWE, Full Sail has removed him from the authorized personnel that can be in the arena. Regal asks the police to kindly remove Vince McMahon from the arena so he can get his show started. 
SmackDown opens with John Cena cutting a promo, calling out Triple H, saying John Cena will bury his legacy. The Raw and SmackDown Live rosters from uh, storm the Full Sail Arena and take out the NXT roster. SmackDown shows up with Vince Mc- or SmackDown opens up with Vince McMahon coming out and cutting a promo on his about his onslaught on NXT. The Titantron then shows Triple H trying to get in the building. Vince tells the police to escort him to the ring. Once Triple H gets to the ring, Vince dresses him down and then fires him. Stephanie McMahon comes out and says that Vince doesn't have the executive power to fire Triple H, but the board of directors have decided that the company cannot survive with them both in it. So Stephanie is here to announce Team Triple H versus Team Vince McMahon at Survivor Series for the control of the company. Dun, dun, dun. All right. Well, that is Book It for this week. Travis, you want to hit your uh, Twitch plug? Oh, yeah. Uh, follow me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash T-R-A-V-I-X-I-I-I. Um, I play video games. Come hang out with me. And you can find all the shows on the T13 Media Network on our website at T13media.com. You can also follow us on Twitch at twitch.tv slash T13media. And, yeah, so uh, I'm going to hit the outro here, which I should have had queued up during that <laughs> recap, but I didn't. All right, here we go. So let's book it. See ya. Bye. Bye.